Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining us on the line now, Professor Henny Stradham. He's a professor of international law at the University of Johannesburg and also holds the South African Research Chair in International Law. Professor, good afternoon to you. Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, thank you and uh, good afternoon to everybody. Indeed, Professor. Thanks once again for taking the time to discuss with us uh, what humanitarian law has to say about um, chemical warfare, in this case, the use of white phosphorus in warfare. So what is the law regarding white phosphorus, its usage in war? Well, white phosphorus uh, has its lawful uses um, in um, military strategy because it can be used in order to um, illuminate battlefields. Um, it provides smoke screens uh, so that the enemy can't see the movement of troops, etc., so it is not explicitly forbidden to use it. Uh, it has its uses, as I've said. But, mm -hmm. of course, the general principles of humanitarian law still apply to the use of any weapon. Right. So, for instance, uh, if it is used um, in uh, civilian areas, for instance, um, and there are disproportionate um, casualties amongst the civilian population, then it may be in violation of the principle of proportionality. Okay. So as you've mentioned, um, I'm just imagining it's used, as, say, on the battlefield, given white phosphorus, it's used as, so to speak, a smokescreen during battle operations. So I can understand its purpose, but what is it, what about its composition, its impact on, on people? What exactly, what effect does it have on humans? Well, it causes severe burn wounds um, mm -hmm. on the skin, etc., and it also has respiratory consequences. And if it's in a very serious, uh, if the effect is in a very serious way, then it can cause death. Um, so okay. it's not a harmless uh, thing that that is used, um, and it is used uh, in term, uh, you know, in launching uh, grenades and, and artillery shells right. quite often. And that is where the danger lies. Uh, when, when the explosions take place within civilian areas, um, then, of course, there may be a disproportionate um, effect on, on the civilian population. And that is where international humanitarian law will kick in okay. to determine whether it was, uh, whether there was um, disproportionate uh, consequences or uh, that there could have been a sort of direct um, intention to, uh, you know, to affect the civilian population. Indeed. And, uh, and that is uh, where uh, the, the law unlawfulness uh, of the, of the uh, use of such weapons uh, can come in. Okay. One can debate, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the unlawfulness of weapons, etc. We can really unpack a range of it, but looking at white phosphorus, uh, in this in this particular case, uh, its effects and what have you, despite its purpose in warfare, why why would it be obtained then in the first place? If you consider now that the objective is not to inflict any casualties on civilians and the target is specific, yeah, of course uh, there are voices um, calling for for the banning of it, like in in other chemical weapon uh, where warfare cases. But uh, up until now, we have not reached the, the point where, for instance, the Chemical Weapons Convention has decided to include it mm -hmm. um, in uh, its list of forbidden um, you know, uh, weapons. Okay. And it is because of the of the consequences, uh, its its harmful consequences uh, to human beings that. Right. Uh, 
organizations have caused, uh, called for for its banning. But like I've said, we do not have an explicit banning at this point in time. Indeed. We have to determine whether it's lawful or unlawful in terms of the general principles of international humanitarian law when used uh, on, on the battlefield. Indeed. I've just got this message from Kim who says there are certain amounts of phosphorus allowed. Israel uses it uh, uses very low. I take it now. Uses it in very low quantities. Your take on that? Yeah, if it's used in, low, in, in sort of low quantities, of course, then um, yeah, it may may fall within the parameters set by by international humanitarian law for sure. for the use of any weapon. And I've also uh, think there was in uh, 2013, if I'm not mistaken, mis- mistaken an undertaking by the Israeli Defence Force not to use it anymore. So I do not know what happened to that undertaking mm-hmm. uh, and why suddenly it has again been used uh, in this instance. Um, that I think is also a thing that sort of places a question mark uh, over its use Indeed. in the current conflict in, in Gaza and in Lebanon. Indeed. Professor, we've just about run out of time. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Just to give us some background as to the usage of white phosphorus, what it comprises of, and yes, going forward, uh, the implications and uh, yes, its uh, status regarding humanitarian law. Professor Henny Stradham, Professor of International Law at the University of Johannesburg and also holds the South African Research Chair in International Law.